So unfortunately, in this recording, towards the end of my interview with Josh Bamba, um, apparently the um, whole app shut down, stopped recording. So we had to jump back in. So I apologize. There are portions that are missed. Nothing really significant. Um, We cover some of the stuff that was taken out. But if you have anything, just feel free to email me, whatever. I can fill in whatever details that might be missed um, if I can remember. If not, well, hopefully you enjoy this anyway. Enjoy the interview with Josh on Being a Dad on Purpose. Hey, welcome to the Be a Dad on Purpose podcast. Um, this is Bobby Benavides, and I am here with a good friend of mine, Josh Bomba, who um, is a in, independent health coach through op, Optiv, Optivia. How do I say that? <laughs> uh, Optivia. Optivia. Yeah, so um, I'm excited to have him on today. We are doing a, a special um, episode to talk about just, you know, it's January. We have New Year's resolutions that occur. We have um, people who are trying to get healthy, trying to get uh, make, make better decisions for their life. Um, and some of us dads are trying to figure out how to be better um, health-wise, um, emotionally, uh, spiritually, mentally. <laughs> and so uh, Josh is here to kind of help give some guidance and give some, give some thoughts towards how we can be better at this. So Josh, thank you for joining us today, man. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm definitely uh, humbled to to be on and be able to kind of share some of my experiences with with my own, I guess, health with clients with things like that. I, you know, I mean, I'm not the professional, you know, the, the most you know educated when it comes to this. But you know, we, we've uh, we've definitely found ways to help people become successful, and uh, you know, it's fun to be able to share because you know when people start to get healthy. Um, you know, lives start to change, so it's kind of cool. But I guess before we jump into anything, I told you I was going to bring it up. We got to throw a shout out to uh, to Kobe and his daughter. You know, I mean, this being a uh, a, a dad uh, podcast, right? I mean, even though moms watch basketball too, but yeah, you know, what tra- what tragic news today, right? Man, it's been it's been something. So I was I was actually driving to Chicago, and um, I saw a person that I'm friends with shared a, a message said rest in peace mamba and I was like what and then I pulled over and all of a sudden just everything just exploded on my phone it was um helicopter crash possibly Kobe Bryant possibly and then all of a sudden it turned out it was Kobe man it was gosh so devastating yeah tell me about it and and I mean I, I even said to you before we even you know hopped on this but you know, I mean, it doesn't matter if you watched basketball growing up, right? I mean, I, I wasn't a huge basketball fan, but I can tell you every single time, whether it you know was on a court or, or me just you know being the guy in the office throwing a paper ball you know towards a you know a trash can, you know once that that ball left my fingers, I'm yelling Kobe, right? I mean, because <laughs> he, he was Mr. Clutch when it came to basketball, but yeah, it's a uh, devastating news today for sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, when we were talking earlier, you made a really good point is that, you know, he just retired, you know, a couple of years ago. Like, I'm not exactly sure when he retired. I mean, but it was recent. It wasn't like it wasn't like 50 years ago. You know what I mean? It was like just a few years ago. And and he just barely started being able to be a dad. You know, like that's man. Like, they just think about that. That was I mean, that was a really good point that you made. Like, I, I didn't even really that didn't even really register. It was just like, man, that's a bummer that he, his kids are gonna be without a dad. But 
he just barely started being able to be a full time dad. <laughs> and yeah, and this. No, it's it's insane. You know, I mean, for for everyone listening, I mean, hug. Hug your your kids, hug your wife, hug all of your loved ones every opportunity you have because, I mean, yeah, the guy had a, a you know a helicopter, but same thing could happen you driving to work in your car. Yeah, I mean anything anything can happen at any moment. I mean, um, and I think that, but I think what's really interesting about the Kobe deal though is that you know. Um, his whole thing is transcending basketball you know like his his life his legacy like yeah he's made mistakes right and and you know we we all know that it's been recorded like it's it, you know in in documented like the things that he's done but but he also made amends you know like he he owned up to his mistakes he he apologized he he was um remorseful and he tried to be better and the things he did for LA, the things he did for um, at-risk youth, the things he did for his children, his family. I mean, he just was, he was just a really all-around, a pretty good guy, you know? And, yeah, um, no, for sure. And I remember, um, I was actually getting my my wisdom teeth pulled when they won their first championship. And the and I had to go to like a, a surgeon that was um, in L.A. and the parade was happening like outside while the surgeon was doing my teeth, and the surgeon couldn't stop watching what was going on outside while they were working on <laughs> teeth, and I I will never forget that because I was so scared that I was gonna have extra stuff pulled, or I was gonna have an eye gouged out because he wasn't even looking at my mouth. So, um, well, he pro- he probably tried to finish it quick so he can go out to the parade, right? Why, why would you try and schedule a procedure during a parade, right? Th- that was not my fault. It was my it was my other doctor said, "Hey, this is it." And then when I went, it was like just happened to fall on that day because I think it was even scheduled like six months before. So, um, yeah, well, that's so funny. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, and and we we talk about. Uh, you know, Kobe just becoming a dad, right? And and you know, hugging our families, things like that. That kind of we we can transition that into health as well, because um, you know when I actually you know what about four years ago, um, I ended up losing about forty pounds, and um, a lot of it was because here I am with a two year old. Not that I was you know huge overweight or you know I weighed about two hundred twenty five pounds. I'm six foot. Um, you know, I wasn't completely over. I guess if you look at a BMI chart, I was obese. But you know, I, I wanted to get my health in line so that that I could, you know, be be a better dad. You know, be around longer. You know, if you look at you know, the the death statistics, um, people, I guess, more people are dying because of diabetes, blood pressure, cholesterol, heart attacks, strokes, things that that are weight related or diet related um so a lot of where where i started to, to try and lose my weight was because i wanted to be a better dad i wanted to stick around longer for my kid um you know so so that's you know something as we talk about kobe or as we talk about health and, and all that kind of stuff i know as a lot of dads that are probably listening to this um you know we, we're, we're going to always talk about our why or what's kind of our motivation um you know i, I talked to, to moms dads aunts uncles grandmas everybody's why usually has to do with a young child whether it's a grandchild or a kid 
or things like that. But, um, you know, when, when it comes to our health, you know, getting our health in line doesn't just affect us. It's not just one of those things where, all right, I want to look good, you know, at the river over the summer. It's I want to be around for my family, especially as we start growing older. Bobby, you're, uh, you're we're the same age, right? Um, I think you, well, I'm 37, going to be 38, so. Okay, yeah, I'm almost 39, so. Yeah, yeah but no, it's 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 crazy for sure when, when we start getting older, how priorities change. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, you know, I mean, getting ourselves healthy for our kids is usually why, why I, I hear from a lot of, you know, potential clients. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about that because, you know, so when I hear let's get healthy, um, you know, I instantly think, okay, I got to go to a gym. I got to get on a treadmill. I got to get on a bike. I got to start doing P90X. You know, I got to do, <laughs> I got to start doing all these workout routines and then that just becomes overwhelming to me. Like, that's why, like, I mean, I go to a gym, I lift weights, um, but I, you know, and I, I try to eat healthy, um, but I'm, I'm not the best. But I'm also, like, I've always been in the mentality of, well, at least I'm going to the gym, right? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting some sort of cardio exercise in, I'm lifting weights, so I should be healthy. Um, but I'm also not seeing weight come off. So, you know... Um, so so let's talk about that what are what are what are some um tangible ways or some uh, i guess tangible is not the best word what are some what are some good ways that that people our age um can start figuring out ways to lose either lose weight um get healthier um that doesn't require going to a gym or does it require that um that's so i'll toss that to you does it require that and what are some ways that we can do better so, so that that's completely uh, one of those things that that's completely backwards from everything I've ever learned. Um, yeah, I've always known you want to lose weight, you want to be healthy, you want to get, you know, quote unquote shredded for the summer. Go to the gym. Um, come to find out through some of the education that I've had, eighty-five uh, percent of the way you look is what you eat. It's not necessarily the the you know you slaving in the gym. Sometimes working out could be worse for you when it comes to um, weight or fat loss. So, you know, if you if you think about it, you know, in in the beginning, um, if somebody like right now with clients, if somebody's not already working out, I don't have them work out. Right. Mm. Over 70 percent of the calories that you burn are just through your everyday activities. Right it's probably 15 to 20% of what you burn is at the gym. So looking at, you know, finding other ways, you don't need to work out to lose weight. Working out's probably one of the healthiest things you can do. I mean, uh, besides quitting smoking, you know, if you're a smoker, yeah. but it doesn't play, it doesn't play much of a factor into weight loss, right? I know, you know, the old theory that the calories in versus calories out, but the majority of the, the, the calories that you're burning, it's throughout your normal day. So, so doing little things like maybe standing at your desk for an hour instead of sitting or maybe having a standing desk, maybe taking the stairs instead of the elevator, parking you know, at the, the end of the parking lot, that type of stuff is going gonna, is gonna to have more of an effect on you when it comes to burning fat and weight loss then going to the gym and, you know, running five miles on the treadmill and lifting heavy. Um, what, what you'll find kind of funny is 
I guess at least with me, I mean, a, a lot of my friends too, I used to justify the, the things that I'd eat because, oh, I went to the gym. So, I mean, there, there were times that I used to leave the gym and then we'd go have tacos and beer. <laughs> right? Yeah. So here I, I, I burned, you know, 350 calories, but afterwards I just took down, I mean, you know, 1800 calories. Right? So I, I would justify it. Or, you know, people that are strict on the things that they're eating, um, you know, a, a lot of them, you know, in, in a way, you know, if they're if they're burning more calories, they're going to be hungrier. You know, if they're if they're, you know, overexerting themselves, they're going to, you know, their body's going to be craving more carbs or things like that. So, you know, it, it's it's more of a, I guess you could say it's a, uh, you got to have a balance with the things that you're eating. You got to have a plan, right? The number one thing is you got to have a plan. You can't just say, all right, I'm going to, you know, eat this and this, and I'm going to do this for, for my, uh, you know, for my exercise. So you got to look into a plan. There's so many different things that are out there with, um, you know, let's say you're, you know, the calories in versus calories out, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, figuring out your total energy expenditure, um, figuring out how many calories you need, you know, the, 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 I guess the old, uh, or, or the, the way that, that used to be out there where, um, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties, you know, before they got into all the other ketosis or carb loading or, you know, different other types of, of ways to lose weight. Um, it was, you figure out how many calories you burn throughout the day. You know, based off your height, weight, age, gender, and energy expenditure, mm-hmm. and from there it'll say, you know you you can do the calculation. It'll tell you you, you might need what twenty two hundred calories. Usually for guys, it's around twenty five hundred calories throughout the day. All you do is is you take that and then five hundred calories less, so a two thousand calorie diet that would result in a one pound a week weight loss. Huh. So, so the idea is, you know, each pound, you know, is, is about 3,500 calories. So in a week, if you take 500 calories less each day, you can be at a a 3,500 calorie reduction, which will in turn end up being, you know, one pound in a week. There's other things where, I mean, you hear a lot about, um, you know, people being, being in ketosis, right? Yeah. Ketosis is is kind of the. I mean, I guess you can say the, the studies into it are a little newer than than that. Um, where ketosis is basically where your body's only getting a certain amount of sugar and carbs. Yeah. So, so you know, having you know the right amount of protein, sugars, carbs, um, vitamins, things like that. Your body's main source of energy is glycogen, right? So that that's its preferred source. If we're limiting the glycogen, which is sugar and carbs, that your body gets, it has to find energy from somewhere else. So the reason that that a lot of people are real successful when they they do some kind of a a ketosis diet um, is because your body starts burning fat. So that, you know, one pound a week that that some people lose if they're at a 500 calorie deficit, um, when you're in ketosis, your body actually burns fat. So I guess that's considered an emergency state with your body. So it's going to save all the proteins that you're eating. 
four uh, for your muscles but at the same time it's going to eat your fat on average what they say is if you're if you're intaking let's say a thousand calories mm-hmm. um you're staying in ketosis um you know you're not having too much fats things like that you know a moderate amount of fat your body is going to get about 31 calories per pound of fat that you have while it's burning your fat so being in ketosis where you're not hungry because of those extra calories that you're getting you're actually having some really good energy um not that i'm saying that that our bodies were meant to be in ketosis but uh, I, I do believe that, that that's kind of the, the diet that, that we were, you know, intended when God developed our bodies, right? Yeah. Um, something I, I say reason being is because all these other things that are in the foods that we have, the, the, the GMOs, the, uh, I don't even know, there, there's so much junk in our food. I mean, you know, <laughs> even like, like our sausages, you couldn't sell them in Germany, they're illegal because of all the junk that we put in there as fillers. But, but th- that so same good. junk. But, I said, but they're so good. <laughs> they are. But that, that same junk, our body doesn't know what to do with it. Right. You know, so, so as our body is digesting it and, and breaking it all down, it, you know, it knows proteins, it knows carbs, it knows sugars, it knows other things. But, you know, this, this other this other junk that's in there, it doesn't know what it is, so it doesn't know what to do with it. So it stores it as fat. Yeah. So so I guess the number one thing that I would say to anybody looking to lose weight, um, you know, it, it's you know, proteins, vegetables. You know, eat eat regularly throughout the day. And and I wouldn't look into all the other junk that's in the food, right? You can, you know, steak and broccoli, chicken, asparagus, or you know, whatever, but you know, eat real food, eat, you know, things that, that, you know, that, that come, you know, from, from the earth or, you know, the, the whole foods, things like that. So, so then, so obviously then it means that, you know, to be more educated in the food that we're taking in, um, as we go through, but then like when, when it comes down to, cause I think one of the biggest things that I face, and I'm sure a lot of other dads that are going to listen to is that, okay, cool. I go through the process. I do all these diets. I do whatever. I lose weight, but then you know, after six months of doing it, okay, cool, I've lost my 30 pounds, I'm good to go. Like, if you lost 30 pounds in six months, I don't even know if that's healthy, but but it sounds right to me. So, you lose that much <laughs> weight, and then all of a sudden, you know, cool, I'm going to go out to eat, and then you go out to eat, and you have something, and then all of a sudden, boom, like, you get on the scale the next day, and now you're up 10 pounds, like, out of nowhere. <laughs> like, like what, what kind of stuff can we be doing, or... Um, is I mean, is there something like something that we could be doing better in um, keeping our weight off? Yes, <laughs> that's kind of Pandora's box. So, so the whole yeah. the whole idea, right? You, you said the word diet a few times. Yes. Right. I mean, our, the, the, our diet is the, the things we consume. But if people are looking at doing a diet or dieting, we all know that diets don't work, right? Right. Have you ever dieted, Bobby? Oh yeah. What happened when you stopped dieting? Um, I I I gained my weight back, mm-hmm. and then I so, ended up moving back up pant sizes. <laughs> yeah, so so diet is is real restrictive, right? I mean, it's got to be a lifestyle change, right? So so that's what we're looking at doing when when I work with clients. It's about building. Uh, 
I guess, building different habits, right? So that they can, we want things to become a habit, right? I mean, waking up and brushing your teeth, that, that's a habit, right? Mm-hmm. That's a thing that you do daily, right? It's, it's normal. It's just what you're used to doing. You know, once you get out of bed, you're probably going, I mean, maybe you're grabbing water or something, but the first thing, one of my first things I do is, is I brush my teeth because I've been doing that forever, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we want to build habits of, you know, not only helping people eat regularly, helping people drink, you know, enough water, um, helping people sleep, you know, believe it or not, sleep actually has something to do with weight loss and weight gain. We want to help reduce stress, but building all the habits is what's going to help somebody long term, you know, stay healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're looking at, let's say, I mean, even myself, right? I know you said 60 pounds in, in a couple months. I actually lost about 40 pounds in, in 25 days. Um, I, I did a, a, a diet where, or a you know, like a program where, where I was in a mild state of ketosis. So my body lost fat quickly. Um, but you know, my entire thing, you know, I, I started helping other people. So I was kind of accountable to them now, but the idea behind it is I wanted to develop the habit where I wake up. The first thing I do is drink water and eat something because to get your body, your metabolism kind of woken up, you know, you need to eat in the morning. You know, to, to wake your organs up and get them going, they need water first thing in the morning. You know, coffee, caffeine, um, stuff like that can, can uh, you know, it isn't always the healthiest, right? The, the idea is to get water in your body first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. But these are all habits that I'm trying to build. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there's a few different, you know, uh, uh, studies out there that they're talking about how long does it take to build a habit? Somebody said 30 days. Uh, the other one, the most recent, they say it takes 66 days to build a habit um, or even break old habits. And and that wow. study was was through, uh, what do they call them, amputee? Yeah, so people that, that have lost legs or arms. So it took them 66 days to get used to a new leg or a new arm or a new body part. Um, but that's how they say it takes that long to build habits. And mainly we we don't want to be dieting anymore we want to develop good habits whether it be you know looking at low glycemic type foods whether it be drinking enough water whether it be getting healthy sleep and and i even talked about stress reduction mm-hmm. um because all of that you know plays a factor into into the weight loss and weight gain you know, when you're talking about habits, it's interesting because you know we just I mentioned New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the at the beginning of the show, um, and I, I heard a statistic that was shared from uh, John Acuff, who's a public speaker, um, author. He shared that um, I think it's eighty percent of New Year's resolutions are shut down, um, or they don't they don't come to completion or something like that. But he's like, I think that they he said something about it shutting down by February. Like eighty percent of them are done by February, and like only eight percent actually make it through the whole year, and so, like that's crazy to me. But it also goes along with what you just said. You know, we need to have habits, and if you're just saying I'm gonna do this, then and and you talked about having a plan. I think like you know I'm in my mind I'm going like okay cool like start a journal. You know, start kind of journaling out the things that you eat and the things that are and then start kind of taking away the things that aren't healthy in order to to build kind of a understanding of what you're eating 
what you're intaking. I mean that, and you can say no, that's a bad idea if you if it's a bad idea. Um, but I'm also saying like you know making sure that we understand like what we're taking in because you know when you you threw out a bunch of like math, which I'm not good at. So <laughs> that means that I'm gonna have to go and do some research on a good thing that can I just plug in numbers and then see what happens. Um, but I have to educate myself, and it's just like anything that we do. I think, and, and to go back to your first point of figuring out our why, and if we look at our children, we look at our wives, we look at um, even, you know, girlfriends, you know, if, there's, if, if there are dads that are listening that have girlfriends who, like, maybe you want to move toward being a, a wife someday, or even, you know, the thing is, too, like, I know there's some dads who are like, man, we have, um, you know, we're, we're, we're co-parents, you know, we have the, 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 the mom of the children and, and I, and one of the things that we have to realize is that if our health is bad, then, then that's adding more stress onto that person. That if you're trying to co-parent well, we need to figure out how to relieve that stress a little bit too. And so, you know, the, and we're going to be talking about co-parenting in another episode down the line. But, but the reality of it is like what you're saying is so key because we need to realize that if we want to be healthy, we have to know what our why is. And our why should be our children. Right, because I mean, if we want to be good dads, we want to be here for our kids, and we don't want to lose our lives early, and leave our kids without us. Then we need to really be trying to make ourselves healthier, and so, um, so developing those habits are definitely key. I I I love what you're saying. Yeah, and and I, I mean a big thing. I mean where where you brought up your why. I mean the the habits don't matter. What you're doing doesn't matter. Nothing matters if somebody doesn't figure out why they want to do this, yeah. right? If if we're if we're talking about our kids, I mean maybe we don't have kids. I mean maybe we're in a dad group and we're on a dad. Uh, you know we we stumbled on a uh, you know a, a dad podcast and and we don't have kids, right? Kids aren't always going to be the why. Yeah. You know the 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 idea behind it is what what I guess usually when when I run through a health assessment with with a potential client. The first thing I want to know is what they want to change in their health, right? We want to we want to get a clear understanding of where your current reality is. Where, where are you now? What do you want? You know, whether it be weight loss, maybe not that I can claim I can help people reverse diabetes, but I've seen it happen um, quite a bit. But the the idea is, I want to figure out what do you want to change in your health. My next question was, when was the last time you were there, right? I want people to, to kind of dream about, yeah, it's been 10 years. What, well, let's figure out what's changed between there. You know, what is going to change once you get there? I had someone cry to me because you know, they went to Magic Mountain with their kid and they both got on the, uh, on the ride and they weren't able to, to pull the, whatever the thing is, the, the harness that holds you in. Yeah. They weren't able to pull it down far enough to lock. Hmm. So dude and, and his son actually had to get off the roller coaster. And he was so embarrassed and, and, I mean, cried to me. But, I mean, understanding where you're at, understanding what you want to change, kind of we talk about uh, leading from the future, kind of acting in the now. Where does your future self see you, right? And, you know, really kind of, kind of understanding, like, you know, what's it going to be like once I get to this point? What's going to change for me? You know, I have people that are hiking and riding bikes. They never did any of that before, but they do it now because they can. Yeah. But, but it's really understanding what do you want? 
because if you don't understand what you want, you know, the plan's cool, but there's no motivation to get there. I've had plenty of times when I was losing weight where my buddy said, let's go out and get beer and pizza. I said, nope, I got a rain, I got to take a rain check guys. You know, but you know, I got, I got some goals that, you know, I mean, I, I want to hit, I want to better my life for me, for my kid, all that stuff. Yeah. Good, so man. I know that's, that, that's pretty big is, is, you know, developing that why and figuring out, you know, what, what it is you want, you know, putting together that plan, find someone for accountability, right? I mean, I know I'm a health coach, so, so I act as that accountability. You know, I see more clients that are husband, wife, that are gym buddies, that are best friends that do our program where, I mean, some of them like in fun, like make it a competition. All right, I'm going to lose more than you this week. But it makes it fun. But having an accountability partner, it's huge. You know, and accountability comes in, in you know, 95 different ways. I mean, I know I, I ask people, you know, usually, you know, at their at their week, you know, on plan, I ask them to, to throw their goals out on Facebook, you know, to, to say something like, wow, I can't believe I'm down five pounds this week. You know, I'm so excited. You know, this is my goal. Because people that put what they're what they're trying to do out into the world are more than likely going to going to see that return. I've had so many people tell me that they didn't want to share on Facebook and we kind of we kind of, you know, uh, dug into that. Well, it turns out that they have failed at, at, you know, dieting so many times before that if they didn't tell anyone, then they're able to fail on their own and nobody knows. So adding that extra accountability, when they're like, I'm down this, this is my goal, I hope to be there by this date, that adds more accountability. It's fun too, because you know they have friends or family members that are checking in with them. Um, you know, Hey, how's this going? But the other thing too is now they have friends that aren't you know, saying, oh, you're, you're trying to lose weight, oh, it's not gonna work, oh, you know, come have you know, whatever beer with me, you know, come, let's go out and have ice cream. So pe- people are a lot more supportive, um, but but I found that that's something that's key to people being successful as well. Yeah, I love that man. Mm-hmm. So so let me go ahead and just I'm gonna um, just we're we're getting kind of short on time, so I'm gonna go ahead and just kind of cover some things that I, that I heard you say. So um, so for people who are listening, so um, be aware of the food that we're eating. Developing habits of healthier activity, healthier eating. Um, educate yourself on what you're eating. Um, and I love that leading from the future, acting in the now. That was really, that's really good. Um, so like, what do we, what do we want to see happen? And what do we need to do to get to that point? That's, did, did I miss anything that, that, that you say like, man, I need to make sure that this gets stressed? No, that's, that's mainly it. You know, it's, it's, yeah, that, that, that's it really. You know, I guess the accountability thing is, is what I find mostly key with, with clients, um, with friends, with, with people like that. So yeah, yeah but, but no, you, you got it all. And I think in the, in the dad Facebook group, you know, the being a dad on purpose, um, Facebook group, like we can be accountability, part, accountability partners to each other there too. I think that, um, you know, if uh, people want to jump in on stuff like that, they can, start saying, Hey, this is our, this is my goal. You know, we can be cheering each other on. I think that's a very important piece. And, 
and really that's kind of the goal of making that that this group anyway so we can be encouraging each other motivating each other to, to be better in life and as dads too so well the funny thing is too i mean that that encouragement that accountability doesn't just have to be with weight loss yeah right you know, it's it's about building community. Humans are pack animals, right? Mm-hmm. We want it. We want we want the uh, the the attaboys or way to go. I mean, that makes us feel good. And and like, so many people are looking for a purpose. Yeah. And and I think that that you know having that community is a big thing when it comes to finding our purpose. That's good. So Josh, just real quick, um, if uh, if there's people who are listening and they're like, man, you know what, I kind of want to hear more about what Josh does. I want to get more connected in that. Um, how can they find you? Like, is there uh, a specific uh, website, social media, um, email address that they can go to? Go ahead and shout it out, and I'll write it down. And I'll even put it in the show notes so people can track that down. Yeah, I mean, most of the stuff that I do is is just through Facebook. If you search for Josh Bomba, spelled B-O-M-B-A, um, you know, you can, you can go on there. Um, you know, any girls can, you know, they want to talk to my wife, you know, about, uh, their health. They can do that. Her name's Michelle Bamba. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it's, it's mostly Facebook that, that we connect with people. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, when, when we do connect with people, it's just kind of, you know, run through the, the health assessment and figure out what it is that they're, they're looking to do and see if any of the programs that we teach are, are, uh, I guess a match for their goals. Um, the fun part about it too is, is if you're looking at cost, um, there's not an added cost because, you know, to get a, a health coach, they, people get us for free, right? The idea of, of, well, Josh, I, um, you know, I appreciate, uh, all your, all your insight, your wisdom, <laughs> because, uh, you know, this is really good. And, um, like I said, we're going to put your information in the show notes and people will be able to connect with you if they want to learn more about what you do, um. I mean, this is this is great stuff, and I, I really hope it does encourage the listeners, and encourages dads to just really pursue healthier lifestyles, you know, because um, ultimately we all want to be here for our kids, and we want to be here to be able to pers- to be able to pursue our purpose, like you said, and um, you know, and like you said, there might be somebody who listens to this that's not a dad yet or um, has no plans of being a dad, but this might be encouraging anyway, um, you know, you there's other things that you need to be living for, you know. So, uh, mm-hmm. so having a healthy life and, uh, pursuing a healthy lifestyle is, is, is a great thing. So Josh, I, I appreciate your time and, uh, yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me on for sure. Yeah, man. Hopefully we can maybe somewhere down the line, maybe even towards the holidays, we can, we can have you on and talk about maybe ways that we can make wiser decisions at the, at the Christmas or Thanksgiving table. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll even add you to my healthy newsletter with with different recipes, things like that. So uh, that'd be cool. All right, well, awesome. hey, again, man, thanks a lot, and uh, and I, I appreciate it. Um, I know yeah. that you're you're on the you're on the West Coast, so um, so I'll let you go chill out. I'm on I'm over here in Chicago right now, and I'm gonna have to go to bed because I got a class in the morning. So that's gonna be fun. <laughs> so. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Hey, thanks again. All right. Take care. Bye. Well, again, that was uh, Josh Bamba and I um, having a conversation about healthy life choices. And so, um, again, if you want to catch up with him, you can um, go to his Facebook page. Look him up, Josh Bamba, J-O-S-H-B-O-M-M as in Mike, B-A. 
um, and you know he can he can help kind of send you through an idea of uh, what it looks like to to follow him as a as a um, health coach through Optavia. Um, so uh, again, I'm not promoting Optavia. I'm not sponsored by them. It's just this is who he works for, and I think it's great. So um, I appreciate him being on the show. Hopefully you found some excitement or encouragement or joy or challenge or anything through this podcast. If so, um, rate us, uh, share us, because this is going to only get better. So I appreciate you guys for listening, and I hope that you have a great rest of your day or week or whatever time it is that you're listening to this. Bye.